Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I have another incredible conversation for you today. You know, when you come here and you've been listening to some of these interviews now, it's like, you know, you get these perspectives and hopefully you're doing something with what you hear. I'd rather you like really pay attention to what my guests have to say. And today's guest is absolutely incredible because I've actually gotten to meet her and know her through uh, a, a circle and a business uh, group that we're a part of. The most interesting thing is, is that by the time this interview is done, whether you're listening um, on YouTube, watching on YouTube, or you're listening on your favorite platform, you're going to find out really quickly that there are some very awesome people on the planet and she happens to be one of them. So I want you to like take the time to really hear uh, her story because she's not only going to share her story, but she's also going to make sure that she provides you with some context to how she approaches life, how she approaches business. What was it like doing in between the, the, the job and also building that business? And what has she built since then, right? This is going to be cool. Given also that it's Women's Month, I'm super excited to have our guest today. So I want to say hello and I want to present and I want everybody to just take the moment out to actually get to know Miss Mita. Mita, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. And thank you so much for such an incredible introduction. I could not believe the words that you used for me. Thank you so <laughs> Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm always available, right? So I go, I go on tour you know, you can pay me. I'm good. So, <laughs> so listen, um, thank you so much for, for, for coming by, uh, 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 uh the show. Listen, I, I want to kind of start because for some people, they don't know you by the time they're done, they're going to absolutely know you, but give everybody a little bit about, um, your background and what it is you do today. And then we're going to talk about some other things, but just give everybody a little bit about what you do and, and who you are. Yeah, sure. So I'm an international watercolor artist. Along with uh, that, I'm uh, also a business mentor for professional artists who are trying to make their art as their profession. I love to teach them how to work in their business and make it six or multiple six figures within the first year of their business. Usually artists, they have a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of fears, mindset blocks that stops them from uh, working efficiently and effortlessly in their profession. And I help them to overcome that and to make it a six or multiple six figures in a year. So that is what I do. Other than that, I'm a mother of two beautiful and very cute daughters. And my loving husband is there and we are all living here in Burnaby, Canada. A little bit about my background. I was a software engineer and I was uh, working as a software engineer till 2008 in India. And after that, I was just working as ho like housewife and taking care of my kids. And after that, I became a professional artist. So that is a very short and crisp introduction about who I am. Uh, other than that, I will just uh, share that I have written a book and I'm writing a couple of more books which are going to come up in this particular year. So one of the things, Mita, that you mentioned was that you're actually good at helping people build a business as artists, right? Watercolor artistry. And man, this is such a fascinating conversation. So give me an idea of why people struggle as artists to go from I'm really good with my hands and I got a gift to turning it into an actual viable business. Okay, so I will give you a 
idea before I jump to that answer, that will help a lot of your people also. So usually what happens is the way we frame our mind from the childhood to adulthood, that helps a lot in dealing with our life. Now, when a child is born and the child grows up, the child sees doctors, lawyers, architects, business people as real professionals, right? And they think that from a professional point of view. So when they grow up, they feel that if I want to become a doctor, I will have to study doctrine. I will have to study medicine. I will have to join a college or a university and get a, doc a doctor's degree or a certificate and then open a clinic. For that, I will have to invest and then start earning money. Right. So this is how a person who wants to become a doctor thinks. Right. Because from childhood, the person has seen a doctor working as a professional. Now, usually what happens when we uh, grow up and a child is very artistic, like loves to paint, loves to draw, right? So parents introduce the word hobby in their mind, which is not bad, right? So the parent introduces that, oh, wow, you are having a hobby of watercolors or you are having a hobby of oil painting. So oil paint and watercolors and all those artistic things, they fall under the hobby category. Now, this child develops something called as a hobby mindset. They look at traditional teachings or learnings as a learning or training, and they consider watercolors, oil paints, any kind of other stuff as a hobby. So they develop something called as hobby mindset. Now, when they grow up, they just feel that, wow, I'm so much into art. I want to make art as my profession. Now what happens is it becomes really difficult for them to convert their hobby mindset into professional mindset without mm. training, right? Now the person will think, oh my God, from childhood to adulthood, I have invested so much into purchasing art and colors and this and that. And now I want to sell it off. I want to earn through it. They are forgetting the fact that any profession requires a heavy dose of training, mindset training, uh, how you are actually going to interact with customers, how you're going to implement a business uh, structure and anything, right? So it is exactly something like this. If I love to ride a car, right, drive a car, I cannot simply go and start a school for teaching car, how to drive a car. I will have to get a proper training isn't it? I, I will have to set up. I have to invest some money into that. So the artist tries to talk to a customer, fails because the artist is not having any kind of sales training. The artist then feels, oh my God, I failed like an artist. That person actually rejected me, rejected my art. So they get scared of rejection. And then they talk with other artists and ask them, are you succeeding in your career? And many of them will say, no, I'm not. Because the person who is succeeding, they are so busy in succeeding, they don't have time to communicate with normal people, right? So all the professional artists, like high-class professional artists, they don't have time to talk to normal people. So the normal people, they just, who are upcoming artists, they just talk to side artist and they just feel oh my god that person is also not succeeding that one is also not succeeding so their focus gets limited they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel they don't even realize their mistake what is stopping them they have got huge kind of mindset blocks and limiting beliefs that i will not succeed i'm failing people are judging my art i don't know what to do 
So it is exactly like an army person is going to a war field without any kind of training of how to use guns or how to use weapons, right? So artist becomes a hobby artist to professional artists without training and they suffer. And if they suffer for a long duration of time, their expectation from themselves and their profession reduces drastically. So they self-sabotage themselves. I help my students to go from learning watercolor skills to earning money within three months, just three months. So if a person is uh, absolute scratch, knows nothing about art, but is very much interested and want to become a professional, I do a thorough interview to find out how important it is for them to work as a professional. Now, when I feel that they are deeply, deeply motivated to become a professional artist, I just remove all their mindset blocks, all their limiting beliefs and help them to learn watercolors. Wow. Now, if a person, wow. yeah. This is, man, okay, I have so many questions. So uh, let me let me get your perspective on this because you mentioned some important things going from a hobby mindset to seeing this as a business, right? There's that journey. But you made me curious because from your perspective, Mita, then why do you think that like basic business practices and sales training is not just a part of like American education, you know, from elementary school all the way through high school? Like, why do you think that that's not a norm when there's a lot of really uh, gifted people in a particular area that, to your point, that's why they're failing when they try to do a business because the society has basically said that's a hobby. This is a business, right? What are your perspectives on why you think we don't train those basics more often than not? Um, there are a lot of business schools out there, which is uh, developed for law and teaching medicine and all that. There are standard this thing, right? Plus, the doctors, they actually go through a process. So they understand that they have to start, uh, like, as a junior doctor, then they have to enroll themselves in a, like, a hospital or something. They have to work under something. So they know the step-by-step. -step. Like, I was a software engineer, and I knew what is the step-by-step. -step. So I have to go for a five-hour, five-years training session, and then I have to go for some interviews. Then I have to become a trainee software engineer. Then I have to become a intermediate one or a beginner one, and then I have to become the team leader, the manager, and then the expert, right? So I knew the step-by-step. -step. For artists, there is no specific step-by-step, -step, and there is no college or university which is teaching them. And therefore, it becomes more important for them to go through this training session. And all they, why they suffer? They suffer because of lack of awareness. There is no awareness between artists that they need this kind of training. And because of lack of this training, they are suffering for years and years and years. And I feel that there are step-by-step -step for other professionals, but there is no step-by-step -step for artists. And therefore, I'm also writing a book from starving artist to thriving artist, how any artist can go from zero to an earning $100,000 in a year. Uh, yeah. So that, that is, wow. That is great. So let's, let's talk about this mindset for a second. So you mentioned that there's this hobby mindset and unfortunately in society, 
we we only show certain professions as that's a real job. That's a real job, right? This is a real profession. What are some of the things that you see are like common that you immediately have to tackle all the time when it comes to artists on helping them get past some of these mindset barriers and these limiting beliefs? What are some of those limiting beliefs that you see that are typically common among artists? Because what's interesting is I know you're specifically talking about the watercolor world, but you have you have no idea this applies uh, to everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm specialized in watercolors, so I help teach them watercolors and then become professional. But if they're already expert in any other kind of art, then also I help them to become professional. So it is not only for watercolor artists, right? So coming back to your question, there are a few things which every human being needs to understand. Number one, from, from our childhood to adulthood, we have been trained in a particular manner based upon our society, our culture, our teachers, our parents, our friends, our relatives. They have trained us, our trained our mind by asking some questions which are really harmful. For example, I will give you whenever you whenever a child comes from school and the parent is asking what happened in your school which you liked or which was good. And then the child classifies some experience as good and some experience as not so good. OK, another example. How was your interview? Did it went well? Is that it went all well and the child and the person is saying yeah it was horrible yeah or it was good so from if you see our life we always have distinguished some feeling as good and some feeling as not so good now this is a problem it is a huge problem why because if we decide that this is good this is not so good so we are just our life is moving like this it is up and down and we are jumping like a monkey so you purchase a car you feel happy you relate happiness with feeling good and your mind is like wow so you get a sale and wow i got a sale and then you suck in sales oh my god i'm sucking in sales so your life is going like just like ups wow. and and this is happening because we are we are trained by our culture, our society to always divide our feelings into good and bad. Instead of that, we will have to take it as what we learned, how we progressed, what we learned from today, which direction our life is going, what more I have to learn. Okay, so if we do like that, our life will go like this. We are not getting a false dose of dopamine every now and then, which can become a very harmful thing at the end, right? So I teach my students that, you know, you take life as an experience. It is exactly like a roller coaster ride. Will you really feel good if a roller coaster goes like dig, 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 like this? Or will you actually feel good if the roller coaster moves like this? Okay, so when you come out of a roller coaster at the end you feel accomplished you feel joyful you feel thrilled why it because of its ups and downs right i will give you some or more example to explain this let's say you are going in a uh, journey right and let's say you're going for by a train or in a vacation 
and you come back and you explain your vacation to another person and you say that i did this and i did that and i went for parachute glide and i was so scared and while jumping from the airplane and then i felt so good so what exactly you are doing you are explaining the ups and the downs on the other hand if you just say wow it was wonderful thrilling and blah 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 the other person will also not feel good and you also will not feel good right so you you actually your life is a experience your life is not a con constant chain of good feelings so there is a very high significance of the low feelings i will not say bad feelings i will say the low feelings where you feel low and it is the lows that train us it is the lows that makes us mellow down it is the lows that teaches us how to behave nicely with others it is the lows that makes us feel matured experienced hey did you know that as employees there are seven big mistakes that we are all making before getting fired downsized or laid off and i wanted to share those with you and teach you how to level up in your career you can get that by going to www.twac.live forward slash seven mistakes you and I have been making some egregious mistakes when it comes to our career, and we gotta stop making them. I wanna provide you with this context, things that I have learned throughout my career that are gonna help you. So go to the website, twac.live forward slash seven mistakes, put in your name and email address, and download this free PDF that'll teach you of things that you and I can stop doing and start leveling up our career. Back to the episode. A high doesn't teach us anything. Just if I earn so uh, for those of you watching this, I'm having a crash course right now in my parenting because clearly I have done some things differently. But I, this is a this is a very interesting way of thinking because I agree that we have attached a lot of our happiness to objects. As a result, we've attached our happiness to certain things. And that means that for whatever we say is our happiness, then there's this worse situation. And instead of calling things good or bad, it should be, I, I love the man. Wow. This is, this is good. This is good. So tell me where do your principles like this come from? What, where do you get these ideas from? What, what things um, are you like, where does this grounded approach come from so that you can, you can help that, that, uh, that 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 struggling you know artist navigate some of these these mental uh, maps. Where, where 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 does this this grounded principle come from? Uh, it comes from my experience of life, to be frank. Um, so I was a shy, timid, introverted person from childhood to adulthood, and even after adulthood. <laughs> and uh, I used to think that my mother is the source of my confidence. If I earn money, then it will be a source of confidence. If my friends talk to me, then I will feel more confident. If another person accepts me, then I, I will feel more confident. If I earn more marks, then I feel confident. So I was always focusing on external factor to validate myself. And that played a huge negative role throughout my childhood. So I was constantly getting no, uh, bad marks and I 
constantly compared with my elder sister who was very good in studies and sports and i always used to feel underconfident i had very little friend circle i used to feel that i am not worthy to become somebody's friend and people reject me and they constantly rejected me because of my needy type of a vibe you can say and uh, then when i grew up i wanted to earn a lot of money because i wanted to feel confident about myself i never wanted to depend upon anybody so i joined as a software engineer and i worked and then in 2008 uh, i gave birth to my first child and then i stopped working as a software engineer so when i stopped working as a software engineer i felt that no longer i am confident because i always associated money with confidence money with freedom then in 2010 i lost my mother to cancer and since i considered my mother as my pillar of strength i felt the pillar of strength is no more so i am not confident and i criticized myself like anything i i just blamed myself behind my mother's death which is not true and i criticized myself so much that i went into a phase of uh, depression and then something happened and i got uh, a fear of death and then i realized that actually i haven't lived my life i always wanted to become something somebody but i have never done anything for myself also good and i was not so good as a parent i was not so good as a wife i was not very good as a, a daughter and i felt that i really needed to improve so you know i learned whatever i learned i felt because i associated external factors with my confidence now the moment you associate something external to validate yourself you will definitely feel underconfident okay on the other hand i now nowadays what i believe is each one of us every single person of uh, like who you are is the king or the queen of your universe i am the king or the queen of my universe and you are the king and the queen of your universe right and we should behave like one okay now you will say meeta you can do this only if you are a rich person i said no we all are rich that's right <laughs> and i every single eye just if you if your eye hurts if you go to the doctor and you get a operation done you will see how expensive it is it means what it means that the eye which we have it is a much more multi million dollar eye we have got a nose we have got another eye then we have got a brain we have got a heart we have got liver kidney stomach our body plus our mind is it is like billions and we are the owner of our body we are the owner of our mind our belief system right so every single person is a multi billion dollar person Wow. We are the king, queen of our universe, and we should behave like one. I say this to this my all my students. If you put a king in the jail, the king will not stop calling himself as a king. The king will mm. still remain as a king. The king will not question that. Am I a king because I am in jail? Will people doubt me that I am a king? No. Instead of thinking about them, about himself, the king will think about the people. right the king will not say oh my god i have been jailed i am no more a king i lost my kingdom no the king will first check the security and the 
happiness of the people even when the king is in jail exactly like that if in your life if you are in jail if you are sucking right now you are still a king you are still a queen you have to identify that that man wow that is that is freaking powerful i i love your perspective because obviously social media um uh, what we read right the news at times has I, I like the way you put it. It's trained us, right? To see yeah, things yeah. only one certain way. And you have this elevated approach to your own life, which obviously means that those that you coach get to see that and feel that. Give me, get, I, I want to hear, like, talk to me about one of your success stories. Who, you, you know, what was, where were some of those challenges that they, they struggled with and, 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 and where did they end up after, you know, uh, working with you through, through, through one of your programs? Like what was, I would love to hear this. This is just fascinating to me to, uh, th this approach that you have. Okay. I will give you a couple of examples. So Amrita Gandhi, she's a wonderful friend. She was like, she's my friend from 2016 and, uh, she always wanted to become an artist. Uh, her mother used to sketch and paint, and she always used to feel that art is her body. She always used to find uh, peace in art, especially after she lost her mother. Then uh, she even had a small art studio or gallery sort of, but the, what she was doing is she's a dental uh, surgeon and she's having a clinic in Hyderabad, India. And she and her husband both are dental, uh, were dental surgeon and they were earning basically through their dental clinic. So she used to create paintings and she used to give away and create another painting and give away free of cost. And she used to put money in her art and just try to figure out what to do and she never used to feel that she can make it as a profession, although she wanted to. Then I asked her to join my online course, water, Mastering Watercolor Realism. And she said that, Mita, I'm already painting with watercolors. Uh, what else can I learn if I actually uh, join your course? And I said that, have you actually systematically learned watercolors ever? And she said, no. I said, probably you can learn watercolor systematically so that in future you can make it as your profession. And she said, wow, that is a good idea. So she joined Mastering Watercolor Realism and she learned to paint in a more uh, thoughtful manner, I will say. And she got a lot of confidence after that. Then uh, what happened is COVID happened <laughs> and her... Uh, and she joined me uh, in my entrepreneurship course and I was teaching her how to start online course and how to conduct online workshops and all that. And at that time, COVID happened and her clinic got closed and she was not able to make any money from her clinic. And even her husband was not able to make any money because of COVID because her entire clinic got locked down. And at that time, she said, okay, now let's start an online course. She started an online course. In the first month itself, she made $7,357. US 
and she started from absolute scratch. Many people will say that, you know, Mita, you can do it because you have got awards, because you have written a book, because you have got recognition. But she did not have any award. She was not an author. She did not have any following. She was a medical professional, like she was into medical thing and she was like a dental surgeon her all her followers on facebook was just either her patients or friends or family members and she was so shy to put her, herself out on social media and then from that point she constantly earned money and throughout her that covid time she earned so much that she could pay uh, for her uh, only son's medical exams like uh, college fees and all that. And she was really thrilled to uh, become a professional artist absolutely from scratch. Now also she is doing it only on Saturdays and Sundays. She conducts uh, art courses and she's earning like sometimes 21,000 US dollars, sometimes 25,000 US dollars, sometimes 10,000 US dollars, 12,000 US dollars. Like it is incredible. Like it just takes one year. And if I compare that with any other profession, I will say that every professional person, they need some certification. Like, you know, doctors need certification, engineers, lawyers, architects, they need certification. Artists, they don't need certification. You can go as fast as you want. You can learn as fast as you want. So that is one of the success stories which I can share. Another success story is there are a lot of people who think that their age is not appropriate. And they think that, oh, I have never earned as an artist how I can um, become one, even if my, like I'm quite old. If, if, you, if you think like that, this is just a limiting belief. I had a student, her name is Livonne Cookman, and uh, she is a grandmother of seven, seven kids. And some of her grandkids are very, very like grown up, quite grown up. And she's like near to 60 when she joined my entrepreneurship course. In the first month itself, she was like earning, after she started her online course, uh, she earned 13,500 US dollars and she even earned a cash award from me. So it is like, you know, it is very quick. Like you have to learn the skills. And if you learn the skills, you can earn very fast, very quick. So these are two success stories I, which I could share. There are a lot of other success stories. One lady after joining Mastering Watercolor Realism, she went through my challenge, 21 day challenge for becoming a positive person. And she stopped quarreling with her mother-in-law and husband and uh, her kids started loving her because earlier she used to be a nagging person but then she became a very loving person so there are a lot of other success stories out there but this is two things which i would like to what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
this is this is so I'm I'm fascinated by this because I I will say in full transparency I personally you know I, I there's so much I could learn from you and 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 I think it's because um you know in my own journey yes I have a podcast and yes it's 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 fun and all those things and 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 yes I you know yeah, coaching and all those things but one of the things that I have especially over the last year and a half that I've had to learn uh, and I've really had to put like honest, like thought mindset energy into is, you know, how to make this a more monetizable thing that I do, right? Like how do I attract, how do I create reach, right? Like how do I, you know, how do I create the thing that, that says, hey, yeah, I wanna buy from you, right? Like, obviously you're helping people with that. So, uh, so thank you for the coaching session. Um, but, but tell me, so for somebody who's not like into the artist world, right? Not into that space. Somebody like me, like a podcaster, somebody who might be like working a a, a corporate everyday role, right? Maybe they've, maybe they started a side business, right? And maybe just, or they started, they thought they started a side business. It's really just a hobby, Right. What would you say to the person who, you know, wants to make it a real revenue generating, you know, business, but maybe they have some of those thoughts like you mentioned, right? Maybe it's because they've seen everybody around them seems to not have, you know, a successful Mm -hmm. side business. Uh, Maybe it's, you know, for the person that might be listening, you know, they if they don't, you know, work their day job and it's probably draining, you know, 10, 12 hours of their day because they have to eat. Right. And they've got to take care of their families. They're trying to figure this thing out. What what do you say to the person uh, that that would be helpful to them of, of kind of like the next steps they need to take, whether it be a mindset step or an, a physical step to to move in the right direction? What What kind of advice would you give? Would you like to be able to know exactly what you need to do to scale and grow faster your side business? Well, look no further. You should jump into right now the side business challenge. That's right. The side business challenge is where it's at. I'm actually helping you as a corporate professional build and scale your side business faster because that's the name of the game. I know you've been looking for a place to how do I take what I'm doing and actually make it work to be creating a real revenue generating business. Well, join thesidebusinesschallenge.com. You do not want to miss it because when you jump in, it's five days, one hour where I am helping you build a successful side business. I'm Chris Williams. I built my first successful side business to over six figures and I've helped countless people do the same. And now I've got a challenge just for you. You know you've been wanting to build it. You know you want to make it for real and you want to make it something legitimate that at least, what if all it did was pay all of your household bills? Could you imagine being able to go to work every day and all of your household bills are paid without leveraging your job money? Oh yeah, I can teach you that. And inside of the Side Business Challenge, I'm showing you how to level up inside of your career so that you show up in a big way. Yes, having that side business will teach you so much more than just money. Jump into thesidebusinesschallenge.com. I look forward to seeing you there. Okay, so first advice I would like to give them is we all want to get success, isn't it? We don't want to get failure, right? So 
when we ask ourselves some questions, we should ask ourselves the right questions, okay, which mm. will propel us towards success instead of pushing us towards failure. For example, I will give you an example. So let's say I want to cook a spicy dish, right? So what is the question I will ask? What are the spicy things I'm going to put inside that dish to make it spicy, isn't it? On the other hand, if I want to quick cook sweet dish, I will ask myself question, what are the sweet ingredients that I would like to put inside this, this dish to make it sweet dish, isn't it? Exactly like that. If you want to achieve success in your life, you have to ask yourself the right questions. The questions will be, what are the things I need to put inside this business or inside this life to make it fulfilling, to make it successful? Instead of telling yourself the question, I can't do this because I'm scared. I can't do this because I don't know. I can't do this because I'm not worth. Because it is exactly like you want to cook a sweet dish and you are adding chili. So stop adding chili in your life. If you really want a sweet, successful, fulfilling life at the end, you have to add the right ingredients. Same is the case with business. If you really want to make it a successful business, you have to have your right mindset and right attitudes and right habits. Okay, so help yourself. You know, you are the person. You are the person who is going to make it successful. So by helping yourself to become successful, you are actually making everything successful. You are making your life successful, your family successful, your business successful, your environment successful. So first of all, stop criticizing yourself. Mm. Once again, I am fat. I don't look good. My hairstyle is not looking good. I have got pimples in my this. My tummy is fat. Nobody is going to like me. This is this is self-criticism. Stop this for once and for all. And you will see that you have saved a lot of mental energy. Because, you know, let's say you're brushing your teeth in the morning and you're saying, oh, my God, I look so horrible. That one single sentence that you are telling yourself unconsciously is ruining the entire day and you don't even realize why your day is ruined. Okay, so stop that once and for all. Second is you need to get into a routine, into a habit, whether it is art related profession or any related profession, anything. You need to get into a habit, right? And habit building takes time. Like here also, you know, I have written this post-it, like, get it done. This is reading. If you see, I don't know if you can see or not. <laughs> yeah. it's done, right? And then I have got a lot of post-its written here. Like here, it is written as habits and routine. So every single month, I focus on building one or two habits, which is going to give, propel me towards success. You know, success is exactly as difficult as failure. And happiness is exactly as easy to get as sadness. Whoa, it is all wow. What? Success is as difficult as it is failure. And yeah. happiness is as difficult as it is to be sad. Break that down. Yeah. So, you know, basically, 
if you are constantly telling yourself that i'm sad i am not this i am bad in this i am sucking in this nobody likes me so basically what you are doing you are helping yourself you are helping yourself to become sad to become unsuccessful mm. right exactly like that if you tell yourself i am worthy i can do it mm. i can make it happen i am fulfilled and i am successful then you are pushing yourself towards happiness and it is all it depends upon what you are talking to yourself right it is as easy you keep talking negative to yourself you will slowly and slowly go towards negativism and failure and if you talk yourself positive and how difficult it is to talk good to yourself how difficult it is it is a matter of habit isn't it okay so when you talk yourself positive you will find more positive people around you just like i am i'm meeting chris right now i would not have met chris if i'm not a positive person at all because he is a positive person he will never like to meet another person who is negative isn't it so just by getting around people who are positive you are multiplying your positivity you are multiplying your results and at the same time if you are talking negative you are multiplying your failure you are multiplying your sadness you are multiplying your you know all those negativity right so it is exactly as easy as success and as easy as failure there is no difference at all right okay and the next thing is that the term like you know i deserve i am doing this hard work so i deserve success this is a crappy mindset idea you will get when the time is right and you will get depending upon what value are adding to the market many of my students just they do two days of hard work and they feel meeta have done two days of hard work why i am not getting the result it is exactly like let's say you have got a hot iron plate you put one drop of water on it and it vanishes in thin air right on the other hand you put a bucket of water the hot plate will become cold okay so when you put the initial amount of hard work in your business or on your career or on your life to change the way your life is approaching just one single drop every single drop makes it count but when you do it in a lot in bulk then you will see tremendous amount of result you just have to believe that it will happen okay mm. you know and i i like i like this this is helpful to me um and and i i will say that when you when you step back and think about it right there's um i think a lot of times you know the 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 side business or the full-time entrepreneurship right is is sometimes a, a um approached as an act of desperation right mm -hmm. like it has to work right like if it doesn't work you know all of life is terrible right and to your point if you stop putting these you know parameters on it and just realize that you're going to learn from either one you'll be okay right i'm curious let's talk about the other side of this because there's there's the family side of you there's the family side of the person building their business right and and they're trying to figure out like how do i you said something earlier that i thought was unique you said you know when i started moving in this direction you know i i started showing up as a as a better wife i started showing up as a better mother i started showing up as a you know better friend 
why do you think that we we spend so much time, especially in our family lives, right? Why do you think sometimes we spend so much time uh, more focused on the other person than we actually do with ourselves? Um, I feel that when we don't accept ourselves the way we are, uh, then we don't accept other people the way they are. Wow. Hmm. Uh, like the world is a reflection of what we are inside. Hmm. Uh, like I, I, I'm going to give you some examples from my life. Okay. So earlier I used to feel that I'm lacking in this. I'm lacking in that. I'm not like this kind of person. I can't dance like other people. I can't talk with other people so easily, like how other people they do. And I was totally not happy with who I was. And I used to feel that all the time. I used to feel that I'm lacking in this. So I used to focus on lack. Now, what you, I used to do is I used to showcase the same thing on my kids. So my younger one is a little bit slower. So I used to nag her that why can't you eat fast and why can't you eat all the things? And I used to focus on that. Then my elder daughter was a little bit like uh, making some uh, sound like cats and this one. And I used to tell her that now you are so grown up. It doesn't look good if you are doing like this. She's more like she loves to wear jeans and tops. And I used to say that, you know, if you're going out in a party, you should wear this kind of dress and that kind of dress. So I was actually not happy who they are. Now, once I focused on myself, once I started focusing on making myself better, I felt that I stopped actually nagging my kids for who they are. Okay. And miracle happened. They, they actually improved so much without anything. Because when I focused on making myself better, I stopped seeing negativity or stopped looking at lack in any of my family members. And then they stopped looking at lack also. Because I was not pointing their lack. I was pointing their good, what they are good at. Every single thing changed. So this is what I believe that, you know, if you are actually not happy from inside, you cannot bring happiness outside. So if you're in your family, you are having quarrel, you are having a lot of negativity. You don't have to make any changes in anybody else. You just have to make changes in yourself. That's okay. Good. And when we do that, when we do that, it really, and it is so quick. It is so quick. It, it, the, you can see the changes in matter of two days or five days. Everything will change. I believe that. Absolutely. And I have seen that. Absolutely. So, you know, five years from now, right? <laughs> you, your, your business is going to be at that place. Here's my question. Um, what do you ultimately desire your business to look like in five years? And what would you say you today are 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 growing through as your business has has improved uh, in in coaching and what you offer and and even in your groups like what's that what's that goal five years from now what what does your company look like? Okay, so first of all, I'm looking for an impact. I know that 
it is a struggle to let people know like let artists know that they need this kind of service they need this kind of training because it is from several years like several several years they are having this kind of mindset it will take them some time to accept it like if you say a uh, doctor that they have to put a sign board in front of their clinic it will be like quick it will be like brainless okay but if you uh, ask um uh, artists to market themselves or promote themselves it will be a headache <laughs> they will not listen to you so i i feel that in 5 years i will definitely crack that and i will like all the artists not only me there are other business mentors also who will crack that and all the artists mindset will be changed they will not struggle so much they will they will find that smooth transition from hobby artist mindset to professional artist mindset easily and my brand will be recognized as one of the world's top most brand in giving service to the artist and helping them see a very easy smooth and successful profession so that is what i am looking for um uh, this will be from the business point of view of course it will be a near to billion dollar business in next 5 years not billion dollar maybe several multi million dollar business okay other than that i want to actually i'm doing this because i have got a very big um like you know idea about becoming a philanthropist in a bigger scale by because i saw one video where where you know like people are eating tortillas made up of clay and salt and i cried that day so much that uh, that moved me and uh, i i feel that there are a lot of entrepreneurs who are doing a very good job in helping people stand on their feet like they don't even want success they just want to survive they just want to live life as a human being not as animals so i want to do something for them uh, who who also has got equal rights to have smile on their face and food in their tummy so i want to uh, do that for some of the people like whatever is my uh, capability i want to uh, help them so that is my bigger vision and earlier i wanted to uh, earn just for myself to see that my family is earning enough and my kids are not have they don't have to think about money but now my vision is very different i not only want to help artists i also want to help those people who do not have so much in their life and who are having the equal rights to live a good happy life absolutely i love it i love it i love it well we'll give you the 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 opportunity here as we close um you know tell everybody where they can find you you know in social media land but uh why don't we close with this um leave everybody a a piece of advice of something that you you know you you stand for or something that you want to help the person who's who's hearing you and they're like you know she's right she's you know she's right she's 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 speaking right to me feel free to leave that person a, a little bit of word of wisdom uh from from you personally okay so the first question is where they can find me they can find me on facebook instagram as meeta dani if you search meetadani.com they can directly go to my website and they can get associated with me and uh 
like the message which i would like to give to our audience is that you know we always think about what we are going to get from our life what are the benefits we are going to get from our family from our dear ones we have so much of expectation we always crave for the results right and believe me we feel very unsure about our results or unsure about what we are going to get in our life because we don't believe in ourselves enough right and i will tell you this like every apple seed if you tell take an apple seed it is tiny and that apple seed if the apple seed thinks that wow i want to grow big and i want to give get apples right now if the apple seed craves for getting that apple can you just imagine the apple seed is this much and even if i give a apple and on top of apple seed it will get crushed right okay so a apple seed if it just becomes this much as apple tree this much small one and now the apple seed craves for apples okay now if even if the apple comes there in that apple tree like this much one this small sapling will it be able to actually hold it or feel good about holding it no right it will have to grow now if the apple seed is becoming this much and then bears apple will it actually feel good about those apples no it will burn out like it will just do like this like you know it will fall in the ground so it has to grow give yourself the time to grow don't crave for the results so much right results will come it will definitely come don't even think twice that the result will not come don't even think that it is not going to come to you okay you have to believe in yourself unconditionally you have to believe in yourself when you are succeeding you have to believe in yourself when you are failing you have to believe in yourself throughout the journey if there is only one person in this entire world who believes in you that person has to be you okay you have to be your best friend your best cheerleader and you have to believe yourself through thick and thin right and the moment will come when you the apple seed will grow and become a big apple tree and the fruits apples will be there definitely all you have to do is to take inspired action every single day okay this can happen if you do this thing number 1 believe yourself unconditionally stop criticizing yourself take inspired action and stop giving excuses and reasons for not taking action if you follow these four things definitely you're going to get results man i can't have said it better myself listen meeta um i i am uh i am inspired today uh to action uh one of my hashtags that my listeners know is we use hashtag massive action all the time because the one thing i believe in is that if they've taken the time to listen to this interview then let's go do something about it right so i want to say thank you for stopping by the show thank you for sharing uh your heart and thank you for really putting your skill set and who you are out in the marketplace so that others can learn from you i think it's such an incredible thing uh you know in today's world where you know uh some people will 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 leverage scarcity clearly you leverage leverage abundance And so I'm just very appreciative that you 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 operate in that manner and I'm sure there's many stories of 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 uh of those that you've helped 
along the way who who are able to to benefit from your your heart. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for stopping by. And for those of you who had an opportunity to listen to this, I I I, I told you by the time we were done, you'd see like she's the real deal. So thank you so much for listening. Um, go tell somebody else, and then go do something in your life to improve yourself. Right. This has been the world according to Chris. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you, Mita. So much. Thank you so much, Chris, for giving me this opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, did you know that as employees, there are seven big mistakes that we are all making before getting fired, downsized, or laid off? And I wanted to share those with you and teach you how to level up in your career. You can get that by going to www.twac.live forward slash seven mistakes. You and I have been making some egregious mistakes when it comes to our career, and we got to stop making them. I want to provide you with this context, things that I have learned throughout my career that are going to help you. So go to the website, twac.live forward slash seven mistakes, put in your name and email address and download this free PDF that'll teach you of things that you and I can stop doing and start leveling up our career. Back to the episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.